So I think it's safe to say that that was probably the least formal thing we've done so far. Yeah. I apologize for that, guys. <laughs> that guy just gets under my skin. <laughs> and you know what? We knew that going into it. We knew that um, uh, when the, especially I think, I think it's more uh, us as a group, but especially when Sam and Ben get together, like thinking the, uh, the dialogue between the two of them. Uh, is the reason why we uh, brought Ben on the show because it can be comedic at times. Um, but that was definitely, uh, for anybody who's followed us through these 10 episodes, that was, I think we can all collectively agree that that was the le- most least formal thing we've done so far. Um, we so, hope you guys uh, liked it. Yeah, I know. I, th- I mean, it was certainly a fun segment to do. Um, and I absolutely enjoyed uh, destroying Ben and uh, Grill the Guests. So. Yeah, congratulations again, Jason. You won that fair and square. Thank you. Those questions were. Uh, some of them were a bit dicey. That mom question kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. It threw Ben for a loop a yeah. little bit. <laughs> well, the funny thing was I had sent you the questions that we were doing, well, that I was doing. So you already knew what was coming, but Ben had no idea. No, Ben had no idea, and um, I just I hadn't prepared any answers, so I was just like, oh, yeah, oh, shoot, I have to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> um so we're gonna kind of get back on track here. We're gonna we're gonna uh, reel in. Uh, what is that? What is that phrase? Gosh, I am. Oh wow, that was bad. That was bad. We're I gonna. Can't help you, dude. I know. I I was gonna say something that was gonna hopefully sound smart, and it just came across as dumb. So we're gonna move on. Um, so a couple, not a ton has happened from our last episode. Um, the, I would say the biggest thing that's going on in the sports world right now is the U.S. Open for tennis. Um, we're not going to uh, stay too long on it because we know that um, our audience probably does not um, watch a ton of tennis. But um, some big, there was a, kind of a big story that happened, um, and then we're going to go into um, sort of an NFL uh, Week 1 preview. And just as a heads up, the way that um, we're going to title these episodes, the, it'll be Episode 10, whatever we title it, 10.1, 10.2, 10.3, and then it'll – only be between, uh, between 10.2 and 10.3. Um, so, and that'll be the same for 11, 12, and so on and so forth. Um, so this is, uh, I'm, I say on the podcast section three, three um, but this is actually uh, 10.2. Um, so one of the things that happened um, over the weekend um, was the um, men's, uh, it, it wasn't the quarterfinals, it was a round four of the, uh, of the U S open and the biggest match of that weekend was definitely, uh, number one, Novak Djokovic playing, uh, number 23, Stan Warinka. Um, and so I, Sam was actually at work when this game was going on. I actually, um, got the opportunity to watch the entirety of the match. Um, and these two have a, a very long uh, history. They've played more than 20 matches against each other. They know each other well. So everybody, it was a prime time match. Um, the stadium was packed and it ended up for the very, for the first two sets, um, they were competitive, but you could tell that um, Stan had the upper hand. Um, and for something that was set up to be such a phenomenal match, it kind of ended up being a dud. Um, and I know I just said it was competitive, uh, it was competitive, but it didn't live up to the hype that was um, surrounding it because actually Novak ended up retiring in the third set due to a shoulder injury. Um, you could tell that he was moving around a little bit funky, um, but even so, I did not expect Stan 
uh, to come out and just seemingly dominate Novak like he did. Same. Yeah, that was, it was definitely definitely. Sorry, I was reading some stuff because when you when you're talking about it, it jogged my memory. So for those of you that don't know, Stan Wawrinka isn't a household name, but he is a three-time major champion in tennis. Mm-hmm. So outside of your Novak Djokovic's, your Rafael Nadal's, your Roger Federer's, and your Andy Murray's, he's actually had the most success out of those four. And he beat Djokovic in the 2016 U.S. Open final. Yeah. So he's had... And I think he actually beat him in the Australian Open final too. So he's, weirdly enough, had a lot of success against arguably the best player in the last five years, which is really surprising Yeah, to me. And that was something that they were talking about heading into the match was how competitive Warwick has been with Djokovic, um, and which was what I was saying. Like, there was so much hype around this match, and to have Novak. Novak actually got booed. I don't know if you saw that, but he got booed as he was leaving, which he didn't. Oh, there's, which he didn't. There's a thing we have to clarify too. When when we say retired, mm, it's different than other sports in tennis because you can retire from an individual tournament in tennis. You don't retire like your career, like Andrew Luck did. Yeah, it was. They're totally totally different things. It happens all the time that players. It's like it's just pulling out. Serena did it. A tournament, uh, not too long ago, just a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah, um, she's they basically just they're waving the white flag for the tournament. Yeah, um, so that was good that you said that because um, a lot of people might not know that I didn't really. He said retired. Uh, the announcer said retired on the show. I mean, on the show during the broadcast. Um, and I mean, I knew that he didn't mean like he actually retired from the sport, but it. Yeah. I I don't. I did a double take for a second because I was like retired. Oh, that's right. I think tennis is the only sport that uses I think you're right. retired in that way because golf you would think would use that too but it they like it's pulling out of the tournament yeah when that happens um, but anyway yeah so Warinka ended up winning pretty easily um and one thing that stood out to me is um and I think you said that Novak it was his left shoulder right yeah that's um, what they that's what the broadcast was saying so the thing that stood out to me the most was um Warinka, when he was uh doing his serves was serving anywhere between like 125 and 128 and novak was hanging out in the 115 118 area so Warinka was uh on his serves um completely dominating in terms of how fast uh the ball was coming off his racket on the serves um which was kind of kind of interesting and kind of a weird uh paradox that the number 23 in the world is just obliterating the number one tennis player in the world in terms of serve speed so that was kind of interesting to uh and again stan is no ordinary number 23 no this guy is a four or five when healthy he just hasn't been healthy the last couple years which hasn't allowed him to get his ranking up which is tough luck for novak that he has stan warinka in his draw and had roger in his draw too. Yeah, he would have so had to, he would have to play both. both of them to play, I hope, Rafael Nadal in the final. And you know what? Um, and now that that actually reverses and falls on Warinka because um, if he wins in the quarterfinals and Federer wins in the quarterfinals, then Warinka is going to go up against Federer. Um, so if he can pull that off, that'd be um, that'd be really impressive. And we had mentioned we had had a very lengthy discussion about tennis a while ago, a couple episodes back. The three guys that revolved around was Nadal, Federer, and um, 
Djokovic. And yeah. Djokovic, obviously, like you said, he retired. Um, but Federer won uh, very easily in straight sets. It was 6-2, 6-2, 6-0. Federer right now is number three in the world, and he beat the number 15 in the world. Um, his last David name is Dauphin. Yep. Um, and he beat him very quickly. Uh, they actually made a joke on the broadcast that um, Federer's match was uh, shorter than Rafa's uh, practice session. Um, so, and speaking of Rafa, he actually he won in four sets. It was six three. Um, Rafa then uh, then he lost six three. Then he ended up winning six one six two. So, um, Nadal and Federer are still in the tournament, and we could very well end up having a Federer Nadal final. We could have so. a, a, a U.S. Open. Yeah, you know, Ooh. it'd be really, it'd be really cool to have like a Warinka Federer semifinal, and then uh, a Warinka Nadal final or a Federer Nadal final. That'd be really cool in a tournament that already had Warinka and Novak Djokovic. All these tennis names, man! Holy moly! Yeah, they're crazy. Right. <laughs> so the crazy thing about tennis is, and I know guys, we're talking about tennis, and it's not the biggest thing in America. But it's the other thing going on right now. The U.S. Open is a big deal. The U.S. crowd in at a U.S. Open has adopted Roger Federer as its son. Yeah, you notice that? Like, yeah, he's the biggest face of U.S. tennis, which is so weird because he's what Swedish Switzerland. Um, what is that flag? That's Swiss, right? Uh, Roger, oh shoot, you know what, it's funny because some of these flags uh, that they show, um, he's Swiss, he's Swiss, but some of these he's flags Swiss. that they show, I'm just like, I've never even seen that flag before. It's crazy that a, a Swiss man is the biggest face in America's tennis scene. Yeah. It's just weird that they've adopted him that way, like he's, gets the biggest cheers, and Rafa the same way too, he, he's gotten the loudest cheer just because of the age that they're doing this and it's weird that novak hasn't gotten that same treatment yeah and yeah and you could art well no because you can't make any art i mean you could make an argument for all three of them that they're the greatest of all time it would just be a matter of um like who's playing at that time um which is the interesting thing about tennis um, but that's pretty much what happened with the U.S. Open. Um, that's the biggest sporting event going on right now. We'll talk about the women's side. Oh, shoot. You're right. I totally forgot to mention. Thank you. Um, Serena uh, Williams uh, moved on as well um, in the U.S. Open um, after not – after, like I mentioned earlier, um, she pulled out uh, from a tournament uh, just a couple weeks ago, but she seems to be playing – For her back, I think. Yeah, I believe so. she's had trouble with the last couple times. Yeah, it was uh, uh, something – Something was bothering her in that tournament. I think Sam's right. It was the back. And she ended up uh, winning uh, very easily in round four, um, 6-3, 6 um, So, I mean, I think the, women, the women's side is uh, uh, lesser known um, other than Serena. Um, so, and obviously, she's American, so we'll, obviously, we'll be pulling for Serena. Um, but it'll be uh, – she's in the quarterfinals right now playing against, I believe uh, – um, a Chinese tennis player by the yeah, name have fun of with that name. Yeah, uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, Wang. I don't. <laughs> that's her last. Name. I was gonna go Wong. <laughs> Wong Wang. The, so we, but the so the, actual... the cool thing is, the cool thing is Naomi Osaka, who won last year in the infamous Serena meltdown game or mm-hmm. match, is already out. She got knocked out in straight sets in the fourth round. True. True. 
You were going to go with Wong with this name? It's W-A-N-G. I mean, I could see Wong. Wong Wang. I think it's probably phonetically. I don't know what it is, Wong. I The first – so for those of you who uh, don't know who this uh, lady's name is, her first name is spelled <laughs> Q-I-A-N-G. So um, have fun pronouncing that because I'm not even going to attempt it because um, I don't want to uh, sound dumb and I don't want to uh, – too butcher late. butcher somebody's name probably right. Um so we're gonna be rooting for Serena going forward. Um and speaking of going forward, we're gonna move on to the next section of the uh podcast. The uh, last closing thing that we're gonna do for the for the rest of the show, which will be um uh the NFL season is here. Week one is here, and we're gonna give you guys uh, uh our thoughts on the games coming up. We're gonna do this thing moving forward where Sam and I are gonna pick the winners of each game. Um, on and that was me ripping out a score sheet. Um, we're gonna pick the uh, our who we think is gonna win uh, every single game for week one, all the way through week seventeen. We're gonna keep that tally, um, and we're gonna see who wins um, uh, at the end of the entire season. Um, so week one is full of a, a bunch of good games. Sam, do you have the NFL schedule up in front of you? I have it up in front I of me. Just pulled it up. All right, so um. Before we get into uh, picking uh, the games this weekend, um, obviously the Packers and Bears, they are opening up the season uh, on Thursday night. Um, That's going to shape up to be a phenomenal game, Aaron Rodgers, that Bears defense. um, That'll be a fun game to watch. Um, The Saints-Texans game is another one on Monday. That is going to be interesting to watch, especially with all the moves that the Texans have made recently. Um, And the Saints are going to be a Super Bowl contender. Steelers-Patriots is going to be a good one. Um, Broncos Raiders should be a good game. Um, it always is giants Cowboys. That'll be a good game. Colts chargers would have been a great game. Who knows what it's going to end up being now, now that Andrew Luck is retired. Um, I think a sleeper game is probably the Bengals Seahawks and Rams Panthers. Um, but there's some, there's some legitimate, uh, good games in this week one against, uh, competitive teams. So it is yeah. a, it's going to be a very good, uh, week one. So we'll just kind of go down this. Uh, starting off with the Packers Bears, um, who you got uh, winning versus the uh, Packers and Bears? It's in Chicago, so I got Bears. Yeah, see, I, I, I can't really argue with that, especially uh, it being in Chicago. Um, so I'll go Bears as well. Um, and that's one thing you and I talked about uh, way earlier in the podcast when we kind of did our. Uh, way like preseason preview when we were picking was the second episode yeah when we were talking about who we think was going to win the super bowl that was like the x factor for us is for you and i with the bears that if they can get into the playoffs with the um with home field advantage it's gonna be really hard for teams to go down there and win so um so moving on yeah. so chiefs jaguars who you got oh chiefs 100 percent. i'm totally down uh with the chiefs on that one uh, Patrick Mahomes and that offense is going to be absolutely crazy. Falcons, Vikings. That'll be an interesting game. Um, Falcons. We're definitely going to have to differ on some of these games. Um, are you? But that's not this one. I'm going to save that one because I can. I can make a case for the Vikings on that one. Oh, of course you could. Uh, no, I'll, I'll pick the Vikings. I'll, I'll pick the Vikings to go opposite one. And I think you could make a case. That game is in Minnesota as well. So, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go Vikings on that one. Um, Titans Browns, new look Browns. Going it's up Browns. Browns. Yeah. I don't, I yeah. Don't... Titans got to figure out that quarterback position. Uh, yeah. 
I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily uh, a ton of an, like new analysis we can give on that. It's, the, until the Titans figure out um, what's going on with their quarterback, um, I mean, Mariota's there, but he's going into a contract season, and we still have no idea what he's fully capable of. So if he plays to his potential, then maybe the Browns, uh, maybe they get one against the Browns. But it's in Cleveland with the new look Browns. I think they're going to come fired up. Well, I uh, think they're they're also um, teasing maybe starting Tannehill. Oh, you're right. You're right. In huh? the season, so it's just it's just weird. Like they have two unproven quarterbacks yeah. <laughs> vying for their job. Yeah. And the the only way I see the Browns losing, it's in Cleveland, like you said. They're just dysfunctional right off the bat. They beat with themselves. Odell and and Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Titans have a good defense. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think that offense has enough firepower. Baker Mayfield's going to make another step in his progression to being a good quarterback in this league. It's just. Too much. I, I'm totally in agreement there. So um, I think this one's probably going to be uh, pretty easy as well. Bills, Jets. Jets. Oh, I'm going with the Bills. Jets, Jets, Jets. I got you, James. <laughs> I see. I thought. I really thought you were going to side with the Bills on that one. Um, Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold. Are we kidding ourselves right now? I'm. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills until until, until they prove to be um, a. Uh, which I guess you could say the same thing with the Browns. It's just the Titans stink. But until they prove to be a um, a good team, I mean, a good uh, duo together, I'm, I'm going to hold off on that. Um, this one actually was probably uh, definitely a whole lot easier than the Bills and the Jets. Ravens, Dolphins. Ravens. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Even though it's in Miami, the Dolphins are probably fighting for the worst team in the league this season. So – Definitely bottom four. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think there's really anything we could say other than I, I wonder if the Ravens are going to win by 30. Um, this is always a good game, divisional game, um, but I think this is pretty straightforward as well. Uh, Redskins, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, that one's in Philly as well. And, man, I really, for the sake of Carson Wentz, I hope he comes out and just plays really well. Um coming off all those injuries that he's had. I really hope he I really hope he has a, a healthy season um going forward because that can be a special team if he is um if he's healthy, you know. Yeah. So, um all right, so Rams Panthers. This is a sneaky good game. Rams. Yeah, I think Cam's not healthy. I think it's going to be closer than um than people think, but yeah, I I'm definitely going to I'm going to go with Rams as well. Um Colts Chargers is going to be really interesting because Chargers. of yeah. Well, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but I think it's I think it's going to be an interesting game to watch. Um, with, As a Colts fan, you definitely want to see some things. Yeah. You don't even want to see them win. You just want to see like glimmer of hope of what a Jacoby Brissett led offense can be because you know that defense is going to play well. It's just whether that offense has enough firepower with that quarterback. Sorry, I was yawning. Um, there, uh, that's definitely going to be a. There are going to be a lot of eyes on that game, and it's going to be a lot of uh, eyes on Jacoby Brissett. Um, and one thing that I had heard about the the Colts and Jacoby Brissett moving forward was how they had kind of maybe they're not in the worst position right now, just because in the whole preseason, Andrew Luck wasn't take really taking any reps anyway. He wasn't really doing much. So it's not like they were making some monumental switch having Brissett in, mm-hmm. but it was still an unexpected card. 
um, to not have Andrew Luck there. So it'll be interesting uh, to see what, what goes on. But I, I think uh, – I definitely think um, that Chargers are going to win that game as well. The Chargers are fighting for probably um, a top-four team in the league right now. So uh, Bengals-Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks. Yeah, I think that one's very – that might be one of the easiest picks during the week. Eagles are a dumpster fire. It might be a, it may have the potential to be a good game, but I do um I do think more likely than not it's probably gonna be a blowout. Um it'll depend on uh how Dalton plays. And we could just quote um uh Skip with Dalton stinks. Or no, that wasn't Skip. That was a uh, uh Cowherd. No, it's Colin Cowherd, I believe. You're butchering this, dude. Yeah. Well, there's just one name. I fixed it. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a, a double whammy. Giants, Cowboys, Niners, Buccaneers. Cowboys, Niners. You know, I want to pick the Bucks just because Why? I just because I hate the Niners. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Forty Niners, but I can't, <laughs> I can't pick them against the Bucks because the Bucks stink. But wrong. Oh. Yeah, and the Niners play the Bengals the next week too. That's gr- dude. You guys yeah, are you such like an that? easy. Oh, my. you like that, Jason? Oh my gosh, we have the Chiefs <laughs> next week, <laughs> and then the week after they have the Vikings, and then the Colts, <laughs> and then the Bears. <laughs> Jesus! And you start off with the freaking whatever, whatever. I mean, you got Denver. I don't want to hear about it. It's still an interdivisional. It's a divisional game. Like that's they're always hard. The Broncos. Does that mean that mean that means they get plus ten attribute stats? Like, what does that mean? Plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lions, Cardinals in Arizona. Lions. Yeah, I don't really got much disagreement on that one. You're not gonna. Oh, it'll be interesting to see what Kyler Murray does. Um, he'll be fun to watch, um, but I don't think he's going to be enough to beat the Lions. Primetime game, Steelers-Patriots in Arrowhead. In Foxborough. Um, what did I say? Arrowhead. Dude, I am all over the place right now. It's late, guys. It is late. It is late. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to take Pittsburgh. They won Ooh. last year, but I think that was in Pittsburgh. But I think I think they're... It's all positive for them this offseason. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Patriots. Until um, until the Patriots start to decline, I have no reason to pick against them. I can see why you're picking the Steelers, but I just – It's just one game. It's just one game. It's I'm not saying they're not going to dominate their division and probably make the Super Bowl. No, just one game. No, I agree. Um, and that's good because we can differ on a couple games. Um, Texans-Saints in New Orleans. It's Saints. Yeah, as much as that hurts me. Yeah, because you're a you're a closet Texans fan right now. No, I'm a a, a Saints hater because you love them so much. I just love Drew Brees. But the Texans that um, they got rid of Clowney for draft picks, which will help them in the future. But they also got um, that tackle to strengthen their offensive line from Miami. Mm-hmm. And they got Duke Johnson as well at at the running back position. So yeah, they're a pretty loaded team right now. They're yeah, they're definitely um, making a lot of. They, they made like a ton of moves over um, over this last week. They were signing just like a billion different players. So they're they're making moves to go forward. But I they just the Saints right now are. You could argue they're the best team in the league from top to bottom. So um, 
I don't know, and especially in New Orleans. You know, we were talking about Chicago being a really hard place to play. Going to the Dome in New Orleans is up there as one of the hardest places to yeah. play. I'd say the three – I'd probably say the three hardest places to play. I want to say Foxborough. Okay, see, I was going to say New Orleans, Chicago, and Seattle. Lambeau. Uh, Seattle in their heyday. Seattle in their heyday. Well, still, that stadium is – that's a hard place to go play. And – you know, you can make obviously Foxborough and um, Lambeau are up there as well. And Arrowhead, um, I've heard um, Arrowhead. I don't really hard. think that's necessarily that place as much as it is the team right now. But I guess maybe because of the cold. It's uh, just weird that Seattle's so CenturyLink Stadium. It just gets louder than any other place. It's just weird that that happens. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, Seattle's, I think, even especially in their heyday. But yes, I still even think now, like Seattle is probably up there. I would say that uh, New Orleans, Seattle, and Chicago right now are probably. Um, and Chicago is mainly based on um, that defense and the weather right now. Um, well, then why is New Orleans that? It's a dome. It's 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 hard because Drew Brees plays so well. Voice crack plays so well in indoor stadiums. True, true. Um, there, I mean, I mean, uh, Lambo is a great argument uh, up in Chicago. Arrowhead, yeah, but I do think that's more the team right now. Um, Seattle, even Pittsburgh, um, Foxborough, the Dome. Foxborough is up there. Foxborough is definitely up there. Um, I think those are the ones that come to name, like come to mind mm-hmm. right off, right off the top. Um, Denver is hard because of the altitude more than, uh, going to Denver, but, um, and we'll end and, uh, actually, so the last game of the week is a Monday night game, uh, Denver in Oakland. Yeah. Raiders got it. I certainly hope so. I picked the Niners. Um, so thanks for the love on the Raiders, but I I don't think Sam and I are ever going to pick against our team. Um, so I think so. You and I differed um, on a couple. I picked the Vikings. Um, you. I picked the Falcons. Yep, I picked the Bills. Oh, that's easy dub for me. You had Those are trash. You had the you had the uh, the Jets, and then um, I think I think that was uh, I think that was it. Um, yeah, these games are pretty one sided though. If you think about it, I don't know. I do. Th- I don't know if they're going to be as one sided as as uh, as you're th- as you're saying. I think the Packers game is going to be close. I think that Falcons Vikings game is going to be close. That Redskins Eagles game has a potential. It sort of depends on. Uh, Wait, what? Who's quarterback of the Redskins? Well, we'll see. I'm saying it's going to depend do you on. You know wins. who it is. Well, it. I don't know if they're going to roll out Haskins for week one. I don't think they're going it's, to. It's Case Keenum. Yeah, I don't think they're rolling out Haskins. Um, so, no, that Redskins team is bad. Well, like divisional games are always uh, uh, tricky at times. So I don't want to discount that. Uh, the Texans-Saints game may, but again, it'll probably just be, like you're saying, it, it'll probably end up being one-sided. But that has a potential – Broncos Raiders is always competitive. Uh, Steelers Patriots is going to be pretty good. Um, I think there are some. I think there are some good games this weekend, 
And Jacksonville, that Jacksonville uh, Chiefs game might be pretty good as well. You know, we'll, we get to see, we get to see Nick Foles. That Jaguars defense is uh, just as good as it was a couple of years ago, um, and it, it, I think that might be a good game as well. So while it might be on the surface easy to pick who's going to win, I think it, they're going to be closer than uh, than uh, you, you may think. So so we'll have our score sheet going forward um, with the um, with the NFL. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, in terms of who you think is going to uh, win this weekend. Um, that'll wrap it up for the show. Uh, so this is the, the new format for the show going forward. We had, uh, we had part one, well, section one, section two, and section three, and this is going to be a three-section show. Uh, we're going to be back sometime later on this week. Um, hopefully Saturday morning we'll be releasing one. Um, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the new format. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, the episode as well. We had Ben on uh, for uh, Section 1 and Section 2, and uh, he definitely provided uh, a, a burst of energy to the show. So He brought it. Oh, absolutely. He, he definitely brought it. As as one uh, as one would have predicted. So uh, thank you guys again, and I don't think we've stressed this. I, I mean, I know we've stressed this a lot, but, I mean, it, we could always say we haven't stressed it enough just because you guys have been such a supportive um, audience of this podcast. It's been absolutely um, phenomenal the amount of love and support you guys have shown us um, through this through these uh, first 10 uh, episodes and we are having an absolute blast uh, making these episodes for you guys. As long as you're listening, we're going to keep cranking them out. So thank you so much for listening. Yeah, if there was if there was enough content, I'd love to do one of these every single day. Absolutely. It's just not it's just not realistic. Yeah. And um, you guys are the ones that make this if if you guys weren't listening, me and Jason would just be on a phone call talking to each other about sports. <laughs> Pretty much. And actually, you know what? Uh, my dad had listened to uh, to one of the a couple of our episodes, and um, he uh, he was like, "Yeah, it's basically like eavesdropping on a phone call between you two. And that's kind of the what we were going for. And I mean, that's it's in the title of the show. It's a fans podcast. We're not reporters. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, and you and you guys so far have. Uh, been absolutely loving it so thank you all for your support um this one this little segment was uh 30 minutes but uh it is just a three section episode so uh definitely uh, a lot shorter than every and then uh, anything we've done so far so hope you guys have enjoyed uh have a great rest of your week and uh the day we were filming this was labor day so hopefully you guys had a phenomenal holiday so we'll see you guys very soon uh and again thank you thank you thank you for the support thanks guys